That's it, dude. Okay. We're live. So let me just uh, introduce Emmanuel. Emmanuel is here for the second time today. Okay. Emmanuel is uh, one of my former students. So anyone that doesn't know me uh, outside Talking Orangutans podcast, I have my own hospitality school mm-hmm. where I train uh, people on short courses to be either waiters or managers. And I try to help them to get work. And uh, yeah, a big part of that is to try to help the unemployed and there's a big uh, focus on African people. And when I say African people, it's black African people because the white ones are slightly more privileged <laughs> <laughs> and they can, they can look after themselves. Emmanuel studied with me in 2018. 18, yeah. And he's been, he's been my top student. <laughs> Let me just... <laughs> I've told him before, but I think from all my students, he's been the most successful and success is not necessarily only money, yeah. but it's also consistency. Yes. Um, I've had students that's maybe made more money than Emmanuel, but uh, now they're assholes. Yeah. <laughs> they think they're cool. Uh, maybe they get fired. Um, maybe they change their job and now they're not making a lot of money. Mm. Where Emmanuel's been consistent and he's been learning all facets and um, he'll be able to run his own business very shortly yeah. which uh, the other people they will just be able to fill the position that they've trained for so yeah that's basically emmanuel uh welcome to talking orangutans i think this is number 31 uh guys uh, i do this as a hobby the reason i do it is uh, i like to listen to other people hear their stories uh-huh learn from them and if i record it maybe other people do i don't make any money out of it my guests don't make any money out of it <laughs> uh, so for us just uh, please uh, press like on the video subscribe make a comment share it, uh, it at least that gives a little bit of uh, communication to us that there is someone listening to it and maybe liking it and uh, yeah i appreciate it um anyway that's emmanuel welcome yeah. dude thank you Dave. thank you i'm pleased to meet you again <laughs> <laughs> um so i thought for this uh, podcast we're going to talk about life lessons okay because i think uh, both of our lives change yes every year uh-huh. there's some people their life is the same every single year is the same job mm-hmm. same blah 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 yes. but uh Every time I talk to you, you've got a new idea, yes. a new vision. <laughs> <Like always. laughs> so, uh, and, um, and I'm a little bit similar. So mm. what have you learned in this last 12 months? Because a lot has changed. A lot, quite a, quite a few. Um, the first things I'm, uh, I'm going to like to, to share with you, it's uh, peace. But uh, one of the things that I'm always looking for and then, uh, like, as long as I, I've, I've reached there, I've got it, I've never been pissed like, like the past last year. The first thing started when I get my first job, like my first decent job at uh, one of the restaurants here in Stellenbosch. Then from there, I started, I started uh, discovering myself. So then, you know, uh, life always changes when you meet new people, when you change uh, uh, environment, when you, when you discover new places. So that's why things I discovered uh, started to, to change my life. And then after a couple of months ago, then I moved on to another uh, industry. Then I've learned more, more stuff. And then 
it just shows me that uh, you can have a less money more money less experience in life those stuff are just things but uh, as long as you have peace you don't really uh, need to focus on other things so those last uh, 12 months uh, like made up my mind and then if people are watching the video they can see the difference between last year and now yeah. like yeah uh, i can wait i can more wait as my girl is more shiny <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, uh, just because of it's a peace 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 of mind how do you find peace of mind if you're in a relationship with a woman <laughs> <laughs> That's how, <laughs> that sounds terrible. I, even if you were in a relationship with a guy, I'm sure it will be also difficult. Yeah. Let's yeah. just say if you're in a relationship with mm. someone, yeah. how do you find peace yourself yes. uh, between your work, your ambition, mm. trying to pursue life, but then you also have the person that you love or you're yeah. in love with? And yes. And you were in this last few months, you were having to change apartments yes. and move in together. Yes. How, how do you do that? Uh, it wasn't easy, uh, if I remember very well. Uh, we were planning to move. And then uh, three months uh, earlier, it was like, okay, we're going to move. Then two days before we moved, I was shaking. I was like, am I really going to do it? Because it was my first time to to share a place or to share a room with, my, uh, with a wife, with a woman. I always did before, like, separate uh, rooms, but it was my first time. The thing is, um, I just, when you meet someone at first who understand you, I'm talking about understanding. Well, when I'm talking about understanding, understanding even your mistake. Even your, okay, you made a mistake, but like I met someone who did really uh, uh, understood me, and then uh, she's putting him in, in, in my place. She's, she, she knows that, okay, Emmanuel is there, uh, he is like, he is as he is. It would change one. He would change one day, but uh, I always looking for someone who will understand me. And uh, she's not one of the perfect women in the in the world, but uh, she's uh, <laughs> she she's not. Did I hear correct? Uh, yes, she's not perfect. She's not perfect. Okay. We, we are not perfect. You're a very courageous man <laughs> saying that on the video camera <laughs> and on recording and everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me like. Uh, Sorry, dude. Okay. If you're gonna be watching this video with your wife, yes, I'm sure at this point I would like to apologize. <laughs> Emmanuel did not study at my school. I did not teach him to talk this crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would like to be honest. I, I really like to be honest. I'm more open. Okay. Okay. Yes, but uh, she, she is. She understood me. Hmm. She put me in my place, and then that's like. Um, I'm in peace. Let me just put it in other words that I'm totally in peace. Mm. It wasn't easy for us to understand each other. We spent almost uh, seven months without uh, staying in, in one place. Then we're reaching our third month, which is 10 months in a relationship. And then it's like uh, a kind of success for me, even though we still have a long way to go. Mm. But uh, I'm, I'm enjoying every single moment. That's so cool, yeah. man. I'm really hoping that it's going to be out. It's funny just for people listening, like mm. uh, Emmanuel came to talk to me a few months ago <laughs> and I've never had this feeling where I was like so protective over someone where uh, 
He was like, yeah, I'm thinking of moving in with this lady. I was hey, like, yeah, just be careful, you know. We need to make sure this is a good lady. And yes. she mustn't be taking advantage of you. You're making good salary these days. You're a good guy. Yes, yeah, I remember that. And uh, I felt so scared. Uh, because there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people out there taking advantage. Uh, yes. We're obviously talking about we're two men that yes. uh, the ladies might see you and they see... They see safety, security, yes. stability, and that's what they want. Yes. They not really care about the person. Yes. So let's tell the story on how did you make sure that the lady really loved you? Because <laughs> that was quite interesting. Okay. Uh, everything started. I think we met uh, one day in an event. Uh, I was doing kind of part-time jobs as well. Then we met there. A couple of months ago, things started being serious. I was like, okay, I need to make sure that she's really the one i always tease her by saying i wanted to make sure that you are you are qualified <laughs> then uh i make myself broke like i did not have any cents in my pocket only my card card or only my credit card sorry with some coins, 50 cents in rent like nothing she was staying in one of the area here in uh no, in in south africa in strand she used to travel all along Strand, come to East River by using train without any money. Then uh, she would come, I almost spend a day or a couple of days. She would left my place the following days with empty pocket, empty end. Some days I'll be like, okay, that's so sad. Let me just give her. As I, I'll, I'll be like, my wallet is empty. I only got 15 rand in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I, I've even made the point to empty my fridge. I'm like, I won't buy any grocery. I won't buy anything. I put eggs in my fridge. I'm like, I only eat eggs and bread every day. Some <laughs> bottle of milk. And the, the good things, she was there. She was there within three months. Within three months. I, I, I've even remember she used to buy grocery can put in my fridge like i know you understand that you broke and stuff i'm like come on it's not all the girls who are like that mm -mm -mm -mm. all of them are not like that and uh where i was staying before it was totally different with uh, the apartment that i'm renting now more comfortable like a big room she can do whatever she wants mm. at that place i was entering a room she was not comfortable. She was like, but she was enjoying it. She was calling that that place her peace place. Mm -mm. As long as she's with me, she doesn't bother about anything. Yeah. But uh, I noticed that uh, she's she's done almost, or she never complained about anything. I'm like, I think I would rather take uh, this opportunity to like, yes, to make everything clear that yes, I'm in love with her. And then if, uh, by God's grace, we can probably move on and then uh, stay together. And I remember I told her that I was testing you. I put you, I put some tests on you. She was like, you are wicked. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, you are wicked. But uh, she, she almost cried. She cried, totally cried. She was like, why were you doing that? Like yeah, I've been I've been through a lot with women, with girls. I've also seen a lot. I've also hear a lot with girls. My own family members were there. Were there. My fam my even my my own father were there as well. 
So I didn't want to end up in the same situation just mm-hmm. to make sure that yeah, I meet the right person who will be there for me even though I do not have anything. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's every day that she's keeping on showing me that, yes, I'm different. Yeah. I'm different. I'm here for you. I'm here to support you. And I'm so glad to have to share uh, like the experience that I'm, I'm having now with her. I'm so glad and so so happy yeah it's crazy man yeah. it's uh i was so happy so i told him be careful and he's like don't worry dave i've got it i've got it sorted i'm like what the fuck do you mean you got it sorted <laughs> and i've been testing her. i've yes. been hiding all my money and <laughs> complaining and i was like cool you're taking the right steps but it's the reason i said that is mm. because uh, as an outsider as a white guy yes. looking in onto the black culture yes. which i'm very involved in yes. i can see this difference in cultures uh there's just difference in cultures yes. and um, I always find this uh, at this point the discussion a little bit tricky because it's like if I was a Dutch guy talking about the German culture it's like acceptable yes. but now I'm an African South African guy trying to talk about the black culture it's and it's like even an American white individual trying to talk about the black American mm. culture it's always a tricky thing yeah. uh, and I always say to people, just uh, go speak to my students. They'll yes. tell you that I have good <laughs> intentions. Uh, but I always find it interesting looking into cultures yes. and my own culture and trying to understand it. But it's it's very interesting to see how the black ladies are pursuing men and taking advantage. advantage but then on the other side, I see a lot of men also taking advantage yes. of the ladies. But... Um, but I can definitely say that uh, I think in the uh, in America they call them gold diggers. Yes, even here in Africa as well. We're yeah. starting calling them the same name. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's from Zimbabwe. She's from Zimbabwe. Is there any cultural clash between Congolese and uh, mm. like the the French and the Shona and the Congolese and Zimbabwean? Is there any difference between the woman and the culture? Uh, like uh, there is, is uh, yes. The only difference is. Uh, names of the country like uh we are sharing kind of the same culture but the difference just maybe the name imagine we are sharing the same food we're cooking the same food like uh some ceremonies in some familiar ceremonies it's kind of same process let's say maybe if you want to get married in their culture it's the same process that's happening also in my country. So tell me the process, because mm. I'm actually getting Temba on next week, who's yes. a Kosa guy. Okay. Because, uh, again, like all the cultures are so yes. different. But yes. tell, tell, <laughs> tell me the process. And okay. I want other people to listen, because, again, I spend yes. so much time with you guys. And you know me. I'm always like, hey, where's yeah. that's interesting. That's so different <laughs> from my culture. Mm. But I think a lot of people could appreciate it. So... What's the process from meeting someone you want to now go to, yes. I'm girlfriend, yes. I want her to become my fiance, and yes. then I want her to be my wife. What yes. is the process and everything involved? So everything started by, uh, if I meet a woman, I meet a girl, I need first to uh, introduce her to my family. It's uh, the husband or the man family who normally knew the wife or the woman before. Uh, the family's, uh, the wife's family. So I need to train, I need to introduce her to my uh, parents, that uh, she's the one that I'm, I'm dating. We are in a relationship. Then uh, we are now uh, not even fiancé anymore because there is not even any engagement. 
in the in the black culture. In, yeah, in the black in the black culture, there is going to be engagement if the two families knows uh, each other. Okay. They're like, yeah, we know that he's dating our daughter, and the daughter's family knows not also that uh, he's dating or she's dating their son. Then after that process, uh, there's uh, one uh, what we call, uh, if I can put it in my French word, it uh, dot, which is uh, lobola ne negotiation. And then uh, the but husband... Before you yes, continue, yes. just uh, for anyone uh, listening that's not aware of Africa, Lebola, yes, Lebola yes. It's, uh, <laughs> it's the fee to marry my daughter. <laughs> it's like, uh, so in the white culture, yeah. I'll go to the, uh, the, the father of, the, of my girlfriend yes. and I'll be like, sir, I really love your daughter mm. and uh, I would like to marry her. Yeah. I have good intentions. I'm honorable and please, can I ask your blessing or permission? Yes. In the white culture, the father says yes. In the black culture, he's like, cool, let's discuss finances. <laughs> so how much is this daughter worth yes. to you? <laughs> and the bola is the, it's a, like a corkage for you. Yes. What is the price I have to pay for my bottle yes. of wine? What is the price of my daughter, basically? Mm. Yes, yeah, so it's including quite a few things. Uh, there's wine, there's uh, clothes for your in-laws and stuff, cows, all those details and the funny thing is it can run almost up to three thousand four thousand euros i heard something crazy there's a girl that studied with me this week yeah pretty girl and we were talking about and you know like the the, the fathers are clever in, mm. in this culture <laughs> like the prettier the daughter the yes, higher the baller. <laughs> but then the father was very clever the boyfriend was white Okay. So the Lutbola was like triple the price. Yes. He paid 17,000 US dollars and he had to pay something like 10 cows. And a wow. cow, I think, is about 3,000 rand, yes. which is about, how much? That's like to $400, $300. Yes. So this guy had to end up paying something like 20,000 US dollars. Wow. Uh, so I'm like, these That's fathers crazy. are clever. And I'm like... That's and crazy. I'm like, so how much Yola ball? I see. So, it's just cra <laughs> it's crazy. It's like black uh, black boyfriend. Okay, we're gonna drop the Lobola. Yes, we'll skip it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll skip it. And I'm like, my I said to her, you know what's disappointing for me mm. about the Lobola culture? Yes. Is that most people get married between the ages of eighteen and thirty. Yes. Let's say twenty and thirty. Mm -hmm. That is the beginning of your life once you get married. Yeah. And what's crazy is, is that you start your life with so much debt. Exactly. Uh, and I'm like, because some people, they pay La Bola for 10, 15, 20 yes. years. That's not even the, the loan for the house or for exactly. education. And I'm like, and then there's fathers with like four daughters. I'm like, because I understand that he paid La Bola. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I want to retire. I'm tired. I'm 50. I'm <laughs> yes. very old. And if my daughter's Lobola is coming in, I can retire. Yes. But I'm like, if you get one Lobola in, you got your money back. And why do you want your other daughters to start with all this debt? Because yes, it's the husband's <laughs> debt. But if he's in debt... So she's also included. Because the, a lot of the African culture... It's still very old school where the husband is the one working and the wife is at the yes. house, you know? So the husband's never there because he's always working. Yes. I don't know. Sorry, I interrupted you, man. Let's continue. So you <laughs> okay. have the Lebola negotiations. Okay. And then uh, that, in that point, it means that uh, the two families knows each other. The two families knows that our uh, 
kids are now dating are now fiance it's official and at that point they're still fiance they're not even married yet they cannot share house together they cannot uh, like share like have a sex together they cannot share anything until uh they like uh the last ceremony will be uh uh the, the Oma phase one and then a church as well Okay, so for anyone listening from outside South Africa, mm. Home Affairs is like our governmental, yes. uni- uh, government department yes. where you you go and you go sign your documentation. Mm. Yes. And then you have a separate ceremony. Mm-hmm. And then how many days is that ceremony? So it's only for a few hours just to sign that, okay, we're legally married. Yeah. Yes, and uh, the government know that we legally married. There's also... Like kind of a letter that if uh, they want to uh, get divorced, what the process will be. So in that uh, legal marriage, they explain everything. Okay, if we you guys divorce, we will share fifty fifty of your of your shares and stuff. Mm. So that's how uh, the works. Then the the last the last parts which I don't normally uh, I'm not normally uh, a big fan. Uh, it uh, it's a white wedding. I'm not normally a big fan of a white wedding. Are you not a big fan of white people? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. <laughs> the so, proof is here. Yeah. <laughs> so you mean the ceremony yes. where yes. everyone dresses up and the dress uh, for the lady. Mm. Is she also wearing the white dress? Yes, exactly. And she the guy is wearing the suit, the suit as and well. you have your best man. Exactly. Is there exchange of rings at that? Yes. And then big party, dancing, big party, drinking, yes. all the families. Yes. What's so, the normal mm. size of this wedding? Like 100, 200 people? Okay, it depends. Uh, like, uh, it also depends on, on, on the couple if they want a big party or a small one. But I remember my uncle, Da Silva, have a, a white wedding for almost uh, 250 people. Okay. Yes, it was a huge wedding. A big nice. one. A nice one. A huge one. So it depends on how stable uh, how uh, stable you are financially. Yeah. Then you can go for it. And where does religion come into this whole wedding in the black culture thing? Okay, uh, it depends also on uh, your spirituality or the husband or the wife. Uh, so they will introduce themselves to the main pastor of their churches. Then please bless our bless our wedding. Then everything will be done inside the church. Then we in front of people and stuff, and then uh, later on, it's going to be the party. But m- my thing is, I don't uh, like. I just need someone who first who who believes, and then uh, who can bless uh, who who can bless her wedding. That's all. Then uh, because we need that, I need that part. You can kiss your braid. You can ah, kiss you. yes, like the American <laughs> movie. Yes. <laughs> Then I don't really mind having a, a, a big party or a huge party just to almost for hundreds of people. I'm not even thinking about it. Uh, like a few one would be good. Maybe he can, he can maybe happen this year. We'll never know. Yeah. Yes, but uh, a few party that shows that, okay, colleagues and friends are here. Uh, there's my, my wife, there's my soulmate, and then, yeah. then done. And um, you said you don't, so why don't you like the white wedding? Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, for, for, for me, it's doing a bit, uh, too much. Okay. And the secondly, it's about, uh, money. Okay. Uh, people are spending. M- <laughs> He's got some, 
<laughs> he's got some. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say it sounds fucked up, like Jewish culture in him, <laughs> but uh, um, Emmanuel really likes money. So anything that costs money, he's not a big fan of. <laughs> so she's, what uh, is your oh. girlfriend going to be a big fan of the white wedding? Or she's she, a she's a big fan. Yeah, she's a big fan of white wedding. And how big is her family? Uh, she she's having a, a, a huge family. Uh, she is she. There are four. Okay. She's having three brothers. Uh, she's the last one. That father's gonna make you pay. And guess what? All of us are like tall guys, big guys. <laughs> <laughs> because um, uh, what I want is oh fuck, I don't know. It's uh, do you know what a labola is? Uh, have you asked her? And there's yes. Or have so, you spoken to the father? Not yet. I mean, never even uh, been in contact with her family, like her, her father yet. But I know uh, his brothers. They knows me also. Okay, okay. But uh, I'm I'm kind of like when I go and meet her father, I need to be also ready straight away. I introduce myself. I be like, okay, I want to start. I, I I want to finish everything quickly. But I have kind of an idea. It can run between, oh, only the low ball. It can run between. 20 to 25 rands. Uh, sorry, yes, 20 to 20, uh, 20, uh, 25,000 rands. Rand. Yes. So that's about one and a half thousand uh, yes, US dollars. Yes. That's not bad. Very good. Even she's, and the thing is, that was, uh, I, was, I was saying earlier, it's about meeting someone who can understand. She's like, Emmanuel, hey, you know what? I'll be in your side. Okay. So I'll make a plan that they can put a bit down and you won't spend a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, that's my girl. <laughs> but is 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 she divorced or okay and does mm. that and she has children from the previous relationship yes. does mm-hmm. that influence the lobola price I, I think so maybe that's one of the reasons who will influence the lobola prices because uh she's not uh with the husband that they have been before she's divorced uh for many reasons that she always told me uh, like okay like the thing is she's uh she's never found herself that what what i always hear from her and i believe in her like she never found herself more than happy that the way she's with me mm. she's kind of childish girl and she's uh she's 35 years old yeah she's we are nine years different which is she's kind of yeah like childish she also meets someone a bit younger and then we like yeah. doing those let high me, school. Let me teach you some diplomacy here. Yeah? <laughs> we don't say childish. We yeah. just say young at spirit. Okay. She's got a young spirit. Yes. Okay. Exactly. That's a Ex- nice way of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> teach you some British diplomacy here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. She. So she was younger. She did young things. Mm. she's like everything for me it's like no i don't i don't want to grow up in my lamps i'm still want to i still want to put makeups in my in my face and then i I, I just want to wear a shirt today i don't like okay i'm like fine Mm. so she normally said that i'm i'm the 35 one she's the 26 one because you always react like someone is old and stuff. You, even the way you're treating me sometimes in this house. So, so she normally makes jokes. I will leave this house <laughs> just because of uh, things that um, sometimes I'm normally a teacher. And uh, mm. who pays for the wedding? Okay, it's going to be... Yeah, that's also one of the things that I like from a white culture. A white uh, culture. In a white culture... If the husband or if the man come, it's going to be the wife family who's going to, to support yeah. everything. Yeah. So in our side, it's going to be the man. 
So you pay la bola, bola pay and you pay the ceremony, everything. and everything. And everything. then you have to buy rings. rings. Uh, and how much does the rings cost? Because like a white culture thing sometimes is like one month salary wow. for the ring. So if you make 60,000 rand a month, then that's what your rings cost. If you're wow. poor, make 5,000 rand a month. Okay. I don't know why. Like I was having a conversation with someone. Like I'm sure you can just go onto Wikipedia and go okay. look at the reason why. But I think... Um, if you spend one month's salary, mm. it's quite a commitment, you know. So yes. the thing for me with uh, me buying an engagement ring for my wife, it was a goal. And it was a goal because I didn't have money lying around because yes. that's when I started my business, you know. And I was making on average 5,000 yes. rand a month. Yes. So for me to then, like, uh, uh, to buy a ring, it was like, fuck. And... Um, so the thing for me was it's this goal yeah and then you work for this goal yes and it's like almost like you earn the engagement yes. because and i felt a massive accomplishment when i got the ring i mm. went to go i melted my grandmother's ring okay I, she had gold and a diamond so okay. we melted that wow. and we designed a new one wow and uh it's not perfect uh, i would recommend people that it's almost like getting a tattoo you have an idea and you tell someone and mm. then they make it and the drawing is not always the same yes. in real life but now the ring is very special okay. because it's one of a kind yes. so the ring is probably worth 15 to twenty thousand rand but i only spend five thousand rand for okay. the design of it so for me it's a it's a commitment. Okay. Uh, you you earn her hand, mm. and I think it shows that you are serious. Yes. And I think that's why they maybe recommend one month's salary. Okay. If okay. I had to speculate out of nothing. Okay. I don't know how much is your rings. How much? So it, like I was checking the price last time, a couple of days ago. It depends uh, on maybe if you need more something more expensive. Mm. But I was checking on those. Uh, online online market yeah yes uh, so it can run between 3000 3.5 4000 which which i also see that it's uh it is affordable even though it's someone salary mm. it is also affordable because as you say it's it's a commitment you need to show yes uh that's for you i uh, like i fought for it and then but uh well, when it's about like paying everything on your own that's where the challenges yeah uh, it also depends on 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 us mm. okay the wife can say like, okay yeah you know what i'll support you with a few things it it happens some some are like no no in my culture you have to do everything on your own mm. you have to do everything so it all depends on different tribes and cultures yeah it's very interesting man i just mm. uh Anya and i didn't have a ceremony because okay. we we never had the money okay you know and again you know starting my company yes uh that that and just uh, the way stuff happened with mm. my brother passing away and changing countries yes. and all of that it's like uh having a ceremony mm. And a lot of the white ceremonies, I think a cheap one is like 50,000 rand. Imagine. You know, and it's <laughs> like uh, the nice ones are between 100 to 200,000 yes. rand. Like I used to be a restaurant manager yes. and uh, six, eight, nine years ago, some of the weddings that I was the manager of was 150,000 rand. Okay. You know, so nowadays that's probably worth uh, 300,000 yes. rand. And it's 
it's crazy to think people have that type of money yeah. uh so i would love to give anya a wedding but it's tricky also with um her family in poland and my okay. family in south africa yes. uh and trying to fly everyone okay it's and we both come from not yes. poor families but from modest middle class yes. modest uh, yes. family so just climbing on a plane for a yes. wedding and where uh at least if you're from the same country then yes. you drive and accommodate yeah. yeah so it's a i wish i could give her that maybe one day one day yeah uh but when we obviously talk now we stereotype and it's not like you have to follow the the traditional yes. rules and anya and i aren't traditional people and you also a little bit not the traditional yeah french congolese yes and she doesn't sound like the traditional Sean a Zimbabwean. <laughs> uh, like the, we we uh, we are totally the same. Yeah. She's she's like, you know, sometimes I don't feel like just because the tradition tell us to do things, but I don't really mind to do them. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is that the only reason also I like uh, about her, but as long as families are there, one day they will, they will know that we are together. They'll mm. be like, so. We never knew you guys were together. Yeah. So you have to pay. You have to do this. You have to like, okay, let me just, let us just finish and then we can settle and. And where does the, her kids stay? Okay, they stay in Zimbabwe. So okay. she has uh, three kids. She's, she was a single mother for three kids. And the good thing is she's taking care of her school fees, her the kids' fees. She's sending almost money every month for them. Mm. She's a supporting mother. And then uh, she even planning to go there this year, probably mid uh, mid twenty twenty, to go and and visit them. But uh, like uh, we also planning maybe if uh, things goes well, we can find a way to uh, or even I can go there and visit her family as well mm. because it's going to be good to see who exactly uh, I'm with her family. Yeah. yeah then we can see if we can take everything it'd be interesting to talk to you in a year from now yeah. when you're a father <laughs> it's crazy like if you uh if you because again i don't know with the black culture but like in the white culture if mm. you marry a lady that yeah. has children you it's automatically become the stepfather yes. now yes. something that's different in our culture than a lot of black culture is I see a lot in the black culture where the children are not staying with the mother yes. and father. Yeah. It's quite common that yes. the children stay with the grandparents. Yes. Where in my culture, mm. it's almost a, a it's almost a symbol of failure if yes. your children don't stay with, with you. you. So you will almost end up on street before giving them to yeah. the grandparents or something. So. So if you start dating a girl mm. that is divorced with two children, yes. you almost automatically start dating as the father yes. figure and you see the children and it's very important yes. with your interaction. So by the time you get married, yeah. the children are almost yours already in a little weird yes. way. Where with you, it's a little bit like it will come later. Yes, it will come later. Definitely, I would like to spend time with her, her kids. Yeah, I would like to have them as my uh, my kids as well. Because imagine they are boys. So let's imagine maybe us playing soccer outside on the grass and stuff. I would love them. I would, because I also, like my father, we had stepbrothers. 
but the way we've been raised uh, from uh, to to uh, from uh, from my mother was totally different so mm. she put us all together you won't even believe that we are step brothers yeah so like i'm like i don't mind like having them close to me in the same house and then sharing everything mm-hmm. i don't even mind that and uh just remind me mm. is there muslim people in congo a lot and do, does your family fall under the muslim no no we totally christian okay yes we okay i would like also to talk about it like how many she was more christian than, than me she was more spiritual than, than me she was like you know especially women uh, a believer who who believes in god she was like this man i don't understand maybe he's touching something he's touching somewhere yeah. that i don't know <laughs> yeah. yeah then we're like I, i won't push you i won't put push on you i wish one day uh you god maybe would touch you and stuff you also become a believer yeah yeah okay believe in god and stuff yeah and it happens you know we're sharing stuff we're sharing uh, life we're sharing the, the same house we normally pray together before we go to bed pray in the morning before we wake up and um yes uh yes i i totally believe in god i'm i'm believing in god now because things are happening in my life right now i'm like no, no it's not on my own can you believe that we uh we we are like praying on 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 something that we need uh more finances and then uh where she wish where she used to work uh her her boss uh supported financially and then she's sending me pictures yesterday with four big bags packed with cloth expensive cloth expensive brand new ones so how much were those bags like this one she i got it yesterday okay very nice i got it yesterday so how much would so, those bags be then so it you normally come from germany okay that's uh, those are uh, cloth it come from germany so her boss she's from germany she's she's imagine she's such a lady that i met in gordon's bay yes that that lady she's an amazing i never I, like uh i always tell you dev you are one of the white person that i met who was so kind and more open to us mm. that lady she's also like that with her very supportive everything that she will get she will give her yeah because uh, more like most of the clothes are for the kids because she knew that she has kids mm. so she like take take all those clothes and mm. then send send it home then take this money if you want to go home you can travel with We were so shocked. We used to write everything down and then after writing down we can we 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 used to pray for it. I'm like, "Okay, we pray for it. Let me let's see how it will go." And definitely it works. Let's say like it's uh it's the way you think it also the way things will happen. I always say that uh my wish will be my command. If I wish on if I'm wishing on something definitely he he must be happen. Fuck Emmanuel, I wish I had your life, man. <laughs> <laughs> he must be happen. He must be happen. Yeah. He must be happen. And I'm like Kachas, thank you uh to God first because like putting her on my way was because the way we met it was like stressful, hectic, we come from a huge a huge battle she was almost sick for three months without even seeing each other then i was there for her and then it was 
just Chris of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so happy for you, man. Yeah, I'm kind of happy as well. I'm very happy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see it, man. I can see it. And it's just so weird that you, you talk about this whole God thing because yeah. I think when we spoke last time, it's like, uh, I said, I don't know if I said that to you, but I was like, I, I've never been a religious person, yes. but I've always been like, there must be something more yes. like an agnostic. Yes. Uh, and by the end of 2019, I'm like, I'm not even agnostic anymore. <laughs> like if, if this is the way life is, then I think there's fucking yes. nothing out there. Yes. And, um, but it's not only bad, uh, bad luck or tough experiences in yes. my life that made me say that. Yes. I also had a podcast with one guy that was very clever. Okay. And um, uh, the way he was speaking about stuff, I'm like, I've never listened. I've never thought about it like that. Okay. And I think he said, not I think, he said that uh, he doesn't think there's anything. Okay. He just thinks the whole universe is a random occurrence. He, you okay. know, he's like a more like a scientist. Okay. So I listened to it. I was like, okay. Um but yeah, so it's 2019 was a weird one, but now yes. at the beginning of 2020, I'm feeling a lot better. Yes. Uh, life is a bit better, and now I'm again like, okay, there <laughs> must be something out there because yes. there's so many small things that happens on a regular basis. That is like, um, I know people talk about synchronicity and they talk about this and this yes. and this and. But there has been a few things that's happened in this last last five weeks where I'm like, you know, some of the chances of these symbols coming, it's it's just too crazy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, but and I always I'm not in I'm like I think jealous uh, of people that are religious because. my observation of religious people is somehow their lives are a little bit easier because they have faith yes okay so Uh when things become tough then it's like i can pray and i can have faith where in my mind it's like things become tough i need to work harder yes and i like the it's not this i like religious people but yeah what i like about religious people is it's like martial arts people like if or army people if life becomes tough (laughs) we need to protect ourselves and i really like that about religious people where they can practice faith and just because they have faith life seems better i always tell my uh, girlfriend that uh faith doesn't mustn't blind your like you being clever if i'm in the church and the pastor says something that i know that he doesn't know i'll i'll go out from that church i've been there like i was invited to a church and the pastor said that okay faith is uh close your clever eyes mustn't be clever you must just believe believe or like no hey no but it, it doesn't mean like if you if you believe in, in some way especially that also one of the waiting we don't believe in god anymore we believe in, in those men who's touching microphone and preaching the word of god to us mm-hmm. We believe in them. Yeah. That's where the bad things uh, becomes. But I have faith, but I must also understand, okay, this is not true. This is the truth. How can I have a dream uh, tonight that uh, they're giving me gifts, they're giving me TVs and stuff, and then the following morning, I wake up and then someone give me clothes. That's what happened. We, have, we, we had the same dream at night. 
share that uh, we're in the house. We newly wed. Then they were giving her TVs and stuff. I had a, a, a dream. Then we uh, was two white uh, people who sponsored our wedding. They were like, okay, we're giving you this and this. And then the following days, he bring those clothes to us. It's weird shit, man. Yeah, so he bring those uh, clothes to us. I'm like, no, this is not... This is something. This is supernatural. Yeah. Yes, this is something else. This is something else. Dude, I don't know, man. It is crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, there must be something. Yes. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know. We're going into a, a direction here with the conversation <laughs> that I didn't Quite think, interesting. We, that I didn't think <laughs> yes. we were going to do. But it's like, uh, so if you die, do you go to heaven? And if you go to heaven, will you have all the answers? And it's almost like a weird thing for me to think about. It's yes. like, uh, if I died, it's the only way to know yeah. if what What's and, going to and really understand maybe everything and how it worked. And uh, if that was the way it was, then uh, how cool would that be? <laughs> but the only way to experience that is, is to die. It's a bit of a weird thought yeah. for me, you know? And... Uh, um, you know, but I don't know. I I I I normally don't talk about religion just <laughs> yes. because uh, uh, I, it's for everyone. Has got their, their own beliefs. their own stuff. Yes. And uh, um, I grew up religious. I okay. grew up with a Christian okay. religion, but almost like what you were saying, there were people preaching, yes. and the way they were preaching, I didn't beliefs. have a connection. Yes. The way they were talking, but then they do something yes. else and. You know, it's like you fucking. I'm I'm at school with your children. I know what I, you guys are doing. Exactly. It's like you can't come Sunday and Exa say all exactly. this shit, and That's then a thing. it's like. And I'm not necessarily talking about the pastors, but I'm like, fuck the amount of Christians I've met uh, this last few years. Mm. Then we're doing business. They're like. But just to let you know, I'm Christian. I'm like, oh, sorry. Okay, that's good. I don't know why, because yeah. we're talking about business here. And then it turns out later. But that's not real Christians. Yeah. That is people using... Yeah. It's the wolf that's using the sheepskin yes. to, to take advantage. So I don't see them as Christians. And it's so sad because a lot of Christians get bad names yes. Yes. or bad reputation mm. because of these people. Yes. And if you really meet nice Christians, they're the nicest people in the mm. world. And uh, so, yeah, that's my experience with religion. Plus, you know, man, you live in a country with a lot of Muslim people. Hello. And what I didn't like about... Uh, fuck, we're really going now. Okay. But, okay, whatever. <laughs> like, uh, what I didn't like was when I was at church mm. as a boy, okay. it was like, if you don't believe in God, you're going to go to hell. Yes. That's what they were telling yes. me. But then as I grew up, I grew up with a black culture. Okay. And a lot of the people I grew up were Muslim. And they were good people. Yes. And it's like, so I'm like, so what? Is my friend going to hell because he doesn't believe in Jesus Christ yes. and the God and the Holy Spirit? And, and it's like, yes. Mm. And I'm like, well, then you guys are full of shit <laughs> because he's a better person than you. Yes. And he fucking deserves to be there. And that I never could understand. And maybe even in adulthood, I don't necessarily understand that because mm. I'm like, even the parallels between what you are talking yes. and what they are talking, it's exactly the, the same. same. You know, so it's a bit like, um, and then I'm like, but, you know, a lot of the Muslim people are exactly the same. We are right. We are blah, 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 blah. Yes. And I'm like, 
for me it's so like for me i'm like i'm in the middle of the line i like all of you, you guys you guys are all cool man i like you all like whatever just don't try to convert me it's just it's just the route that we we did took like long years ago the route that uh, our parents our like previous people don't took like i grew up as a catholic okay then later on I, is I, that normal in congo being catholic. a catholic yes i like uh, where you do the yes and you do confessions confessions and, and stuff like one of my grandfather is a, is a priest is a priest so like uh, the funny thing is in my culture you can find in one house the father is praying and catholic the mother is a muslim the daughters are praying Ah, and okay. Jehovah Witnesses, so everyone got his own freedom, his own beliefs. Yeah. But when you kids, you will follow the families or the parents' leads. When you grow up, you discover that okay, now I'm not, I'm not see myself going up there. Let me take my own way. That's exactly how uh, it happens in a black culture. But all black culture, or in your family? All black culture. Okay. Some families they are so strict in their religious. Like we have kind of uh, a lot, like mm. f- a lot of them. Imagine uh, uh, how many uh, girls who are like in their house that they don't have TVs, they don't have anything, only a re- radio. I'm like, but you're going to school. You have a phone. Oh, yes, but why don't you have a TV in the house? Yeah. I know our pastor says that we mustn't have a TV. It's going to affect our life. I'm like, but your phone. Your phone. <laughs> yeah. The people that you meet in life. Yeah. They're even worse than the TV. Mm. How could you watch or see news? What's happening uh, out there? I know, you know, let's just skip the subject. Yeah. Simple mind. <laughs> <laughs> just keep life e- simple. E- exactly. I'm too so, scared to get involved with life. Yes, yes, it's exactly. hard work to choose between <laughs> good and evil. Let me just stay away from everything. <laughs> It's interesting, man, mm. and, but I see that also, um, you know, in my culture, yes. like you grow up from a young age with computers, telephones, yes. televisions, the world, mm. you know, your parents are, my parents weren't, but parents are drinking, smoking, okay. doing different stuff, you're yes. driving in cars, mm. you just blah, 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 blah. So from a young age, you grow up with a lot. Yes. Um, which is it's probably good. I don't know. Um but I train a lot of people yes. on how to be a waiter. Yes. And then we get to the part where we now start talking about the menu and yes. the shit that we are selling. Yes. And I start talking about beer. And then five minutes in, everyone's looking at me with like... <laughs> and I'm like, have you drunk alcohol before? And be like, no. no. And I'm like, how old are you? Like 35. And it's like, you've never had alcohol yes. in your life? And I'm like, I never knew that the black culture... Mm. There's a big demographic in the black culture yes. that does not drink at all. Not even smoke. But then there is a demographic of the black culture that just... Yes. They either drink or they don't drink, but when they do drink, it's fucking crazy. Yes. And then the part of the culture sometimes is, well, if you get drunk, then you can maybe go have a goal for the evening yes. and then just come back tomorrow. Yes. I'll shout at you. <laughs> I'll be angry mm. and I'll be upset, but then everything's normal. Yes. And the wife knows and the husband knows and it's like... It's a very weird <laughs> way, but uh, it's interesting to see how many people are like, stay away from the evil, yes. and alcohol is seen as one of those big yes. evils. Um, 
and I've been in a position a few times where I'm like, well, do you want to taste the beer? <laughs> and I always say to them, listen, I don't drink. Yeah. Anyone that knows me, I haven't had any alcohol for 17 and a yeah. half years because it destroyed, not destroyed, but it was not good for me. Yes. I had blackouts. I had, uh, it just wasn't good for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the first one to say it's not for me. Yeah. But listen, if you want to just take a sip and taste it, mm. because if you want to understand uh, the job that you're doing, but yeah. just be careful. I'm not I'm drunk. I don't know, man. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I took a video of this guy uh, a month ago called I Jimmy. I remember. I, I think I saw that video on WhatsApp. I saw. I put it on WhatsApp. State Jimmy, like he's the biggest sweetheart. <laughs> like, so like you meet different people. Yes. But then, you know, you meet cool guys. Uh, you, you meet the cool girls. Yes. Uh, but then you meet the sweetheart. And fucking <laughs> Jimmy is one of these sweethearts. He's just. He's like, yes, yeah, chef. Okay, chef. Uh, and when. When I met Jimmy, when yeah. he first inquired about studying with me, that was the time when I went to America for okay. my back. Okay. And um, I had the message, okay, due to medical procedures, I'm going to America, but I'll be back yes. next month. And then, yes. so Jimmy thought, I'm like, uh, I'm about to die. I'm that ill. I have to go to America. Okay. So Jimmy still phones me every month, like, Chef, are you okay? How is the health? I'll be like, no, Jimmy, I'm fine, man. Don't worry. Like, I'm good. He's like, Chef, I'm so happy to hear that you're fine. He's like the biggest sweetheart in the world. And he never drank alcohol okay. in his life. And I was like, dude, do you want to drink alcohol? And I thought, like, it'd be quite cool. I'm like, because yeah. his brother paid okay. for him to come study. Okay. This is also something that I find interesting about okay. the black culture is how the family Get supports each other yes. a little bit more than what I see in yes. my culture oh. where... It's a little bit like me and yes. my family and my little house and not my neighbors yes. and so and his brother and the amount of times I've had a gardener that okay. is forty or forty five okay. and he wants to pay for his younger brother that is twenty five yes. to get some education mm. so that he will not yes. have the same life. Yes. It's so beautiful. So I said to Jimmy, I'm like, Jimmy, would your brother like a video of you drinking? He's like, maybe, chef. And he's like, okay, cool. We're going to take it for him. And, uh, I made him a, a, a cappuccino. Okay. So it's like, <laughs> okay. again, like trying to educate people yes. on the, the cappuccinos, yes. espressos, macchiatos. So I'm like, have you got, and everyone's just had re-coffee or Nescafe or yes. whatever. So I'm like, do you feel like having an espresso? And everyone drinks the espresso and it's like, it's fucking terrible. So I'm like, okay, let's make a cappuccino uh, or a latte. And then I took a video of Jimmy taking coffee, <laughs> drinking the coffee. <laughs> and it's so interesting to see when uh, people have it for the first time. Yes. Uh, because everyone thinks coffee, but then you have different real coffee. Yes. And it's like, fuck, this is strong. Yes. And it actually tastes like shit because uh. everyone likes sugar. Yes. So if you have real coffee with no sugar, black, I feel like it's like. Bleh. But anyway, so I, I, Jimmy was my profile picture for the last two months. The guy that I was standing okay. with the certificate okay. with, that's Jimmy. Okay. Uh, and one of the biggest sweethearts. <laughs> so yeah, I've had a few people where I gave them alcohol for the first time, but uh, they're I, not. I was the one as well. No. No, not not for the first time. But I remember we in our graduation. I never bring us a bottle of wine, I think so. Yes, it was almost half bottle of wine. It was a rosé. We were like, do you like to take rosé? <laughs> like, David, but you don't drink. You give us a wine to drink. 
<laughs> but I know alcohol is not your uh, yeah, I'm not, your I'm, thing. It's I'm the not, sweet things. I'm not the, the chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> I gave Emmanuel a present one day. Somebody came from overseas. They brought me chocolates. <laughs> yes. And I was eating healthy at that time. I'm like, I'm yes. really trying. And these chocolates are too nice. If I open the box, I'm going to be eating everything. So I gave it to Emmanuel as a gift. And then five minutes later, I was driving down the road. And there's fucking Emmanuel walking, eating his chocolates. I'm like, I, I, was, I was enjoying it. I but was that enjoying. was good chocolates, yeah, man. I think good. it was Maltesers. Okay. That's the name. Like, was uh, very good. Comes from England. Very okay. tasty. I, I love those things. Man. Okay. I can eat boxes i can eat the i used to when i lived in the uk okay. i used to buy a lot of those okay you'll buy like uh and i'll maybe eat like i don't know oh. like uh <laughs> almost like a kilogram <laughs> <laughs> in one night you have wow. all these things anyway fuck sorry about it. i'm oh, getting no. off topic here. <laughs> <laughs> but but we're having fun we're talking general stuff oh man i'm enjoying it so uh let's get back to the original question yes. what other life lessons have you learned Okay, uh, like, uh, it's my first time to, like, being having serious, serious working ex experiences. Like, uh, I move uh, working uh, in a restaurant, then working on the administration uh, field. It's totally different. I was thinking maybe being on the floor as a waiter was more stressful than being in front of a computer talking to people. Mm it's more stressful i think just being on the telephone is more stressful yes. because in in real life you can see the facial expression yes. the communication is clear yes but on the telephone you just have your voice yes. and you have your ears yes. and that's it and the connection yes. and you know accents yes. and language mm. it's a nightmare yes so i just learned that uh, how to adapt myself in a different field like no matter uh like life it's 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 like a weather it can be sunny today tomorrow it's raining tomorrow it's winter when it's sunny we put on vest when it's winter we put on jacket mm. that's how life it's how to adapt how to adapt ourselves in like, every situations it wasn't tough for me uh it was tough for me my first month then the second month was a bit uh successful was very good then the third month probably because of uh, the end of the year it started being a bit down mm -hmm. but currently everything is like running normally very good and then i'm i'm enjoying it so the last past uh 12 months have this those are one of the biggest lessons that i would probably advise who are watching me now like i be more more patient like like waiting people are thinking maybe waiting yes waiting waiting uh, it's not easy to wait being patient is not that easy but the more you wait the more uh, successful result you will get it's like Selimbosh is a huge farm apart in here in in in, in Cape Town but for them to be like that they almost planted three four for years to be like this Love is like a farm. Love is like an avocado tree. If you plant them, it will take quite a long to, to grow up, to build parts. But later on, when you start taking avocado from that tree, you won't uh, feel, feel angry again. Life is like an avocado tree. I'm yes. going to tell myself that the whole week now. <laughs> 
just think of the avocado tree. Yes, because... But you are more patient than most people that I meet. Yes, I'm very patient. I'm a, I always say that uh, I'm a patient guy. I'm very, very patient. Mm. I think that's one of your biggest strengths yes. and uh, advantages. And because Emmanuel had a job at another place, yes. first job that I helped him to get. And... Uh, wasn't the best place but it was a very good experience yes. and there was something weird within your head which was like this is good yes and yes. i'm like i'm so happy that you see it because even with the bad there's so much yes. good that you were yes. learning and then you know the good when it comes because you've experienced yes. the shit and then even the new one was amazing but still there was stuff that's not perfect yeah. but you're like you know what and i was actually pushing you like you have to we, go. We, maybe it's time. Yes. Maybe it's time. I remember. You're like, oh, I'm happy. I'm learning. It's going to be fun. It's like, Emmanuel, you are here. I see you like I this. I really want you to be here. Yes. You know, so uh, that's one of the lessons definitely I can take from you. Yes. Is uh, just be more patient. More patient. I'm, it's, it's one of the things I can be better at. Yes. And I see it. You have it. And I, I think it's amazing. Yes. I would like... It's my personal advice to you, Dev. I know you're not a patient guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's one of the biggest challenges. <laughs> it 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 would definitely pay. Mm. It would definitely pay. It will definitely pay. Like uh, I see myself three years or almost four years from now. This is a huge difference because of waiting. Okay, I'm waiting for the good time to come. When when it comes, I won't force myself. Mm. I'll just follow the follow the flow. I'll just flow myself. Mm. That's that's me. Yeah, that's me. Awesome, man. Awesome. Listen, I think uh, we're gonna finish it on that yeah. because that's very. A very good lesson, and if I if I continue talking, <laughs> the, keep on the lesson will just go over <laughs> my head. Let me just absorb. I'm not a patient guy. Um, thank you very much for those You're that welcome. are listening the first time. They like it. Uh, yes. Emmanuel, it's his second time. Uh, the first time that he was here, I think it was episode 10 or 11. Um, we talked about his life story, yes. which I really find inspirational. Um, where he was in Congo, yes. he was bedridden for yes. about a year. Yes. Uh, literally bedridden, mm. depressed, no ambition in life, yeah. just didn't want to get out of the bed. And then this is the person that yes. you just listened to. And we were basically discussing how he got from that point to a yeah. year. And uh, that's why I make sure I talk to Emmanuel every few months because it just puts my life into perspective. Yes. And. Uh, Again, uh, it's I'm lucky that I have uh, a lot of black people that yes. I spend time with so I can learn about other cultures. There's no point in sitting with my yeah. mom and dad and asking them about people in yes. Congo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, I have people from Congo that I can talk to. I have people from Zimbabwe that I can talk to. So uh, hopefully next time that we sit here, uh, Emmanuel will tell us what the price of the Labola is, yeah, very how soon, much money he spent soon. on his ring. <laughs> But yeah, man, I'm always so proud and uh, it's always uh, such an inspiration. So I just want to say thanks, man, and well done. I'll say, I'll say thank you to you. I'll, I, I even unscheduled my kind of like, I definitely need to be there. And likely, they give me off. So I'm like, Dev, you always support me. Mm. Like, I was, your support is not, I always say that we don't need money to, 
to be good or to be happy. As long as you got, I, I've got people like you. If you were five, my life would be much better. <laughs> I'll be more rich. <laughs> exactly, man. Like, uh, thank you for your invitation again. I'm always welcome. Welcome at any any time. Mm-hmm. I'll always be there. No, definitely, man. Um, yeah. I think I'll be out of the country by June, hopefully. Okay. So before before I fly yes. out, we do another one. Okay, no problem. But yeah, man. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Let's finish it there. <laughs> Great. All right, cool. Thank man. you, Liv. <laughs> cool. Okay.